0: My name is Derek Rannevelt, and you're listening to Xbox Game Passengers. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the show. If this is your first time, this is the show where each episode, myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game available on Microsoft's Game Pass service, which was chosen for us completely at random. So whether it's a magical or horrible experience... We'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. At the end of this episode, we'll be drawing the game for the next show as well. So make sure to stick around for that. Naturally, I always have a guest with me last week, my good friend John joined me to discuss uh, a game that I am still playing and I can't stop playing and I never want to stop playing. uh, The Elder Scrolls Online Tamriel Unlimited. That's an MMO that has an endless amount of content and it scales really, really well. So even if you can only play every once in a while, you're not left behind by your friends. So it's really, really cool. So so jump back just one episode if you missed that one. Today we're talking about something else uh, and the lovely Michaela my partner in life is joining me once again for another episode. Hi! For another, for another game. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. I'm thanks
1: pretty... for having me back. Uh, I feel pretty special. Yeah,
0: yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for playing this game.
1: Oh, thanks for tapping me to play this game. I'm stoked on it.
0: <laughs> this game was drawn last week, and I immediately thought of you for this game, uh, partially because you're really into puzzle games right now, uh, and it, you know, they can kind of consume a lot of your time.
1: Every too day much, I'm puzzling.
0: Too much of your time, um, but that's not the rain. That's not the main reason, though. The main reason is, back in August of last year, we went to PAX for our first time. It was a blast. We had a super good time. Uh, recording a bunch of interviews for uh, Geekscape Games, a podcast we were doing at the time. And you actually interviewed the developers of this game and you thought it was sounded super interesting and super beautiful. I think you had an opportunity to play it a little bit at that point and I remember you being super excited about it. So when that popped up, you had to join me.
1: Totally. Yeah. I was stoked at the opportunity to have a reason to actually play through this game because I did interview uh, one of the developers and I was super stoked Mm -hmm. on just how beautiful it was at that time and getting to play a little bit of it and thought that I would play it immediately once it came out. And then... Actually, I did start playing it a few weeks ago when I realized it was on Game Pass. Because
0: I think it launched on Xbox Game Pass even. Like, I think it's been on there for quite some time. It
1: very well may have. But I don't really, like, just look through very often. No, that's true. And for some reason, I was on there and saw that it was there, and I decided to play it, and I started it. And then shortly after that, you let me know that this was the next game for your podcast. And so... Here we are.
0: Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, I mean, why don't we just jump right into it? Yeah. Uh, for those that might not know, might not have heard about the game, can you tell us a little bit about it?
1: I sure can. So The Gardens Between is a surreal puzzle adventure that follows best friends Arena and Frent as they fall into a mysterious world of beautiful garden islands. Manipulate time to solve puzzles and discover the secrets of each island.
0: I'm really glad the synopsis actually tells you the names of these characters because I feel like the names of them are actually not referenced at all in the game itself. Um like well, I, I mean the game doesn't have any dialogue or anything like that. The story's kind of just told through the environments that you're in and the situations that you're in. But you are you aren't really ever introduced to these characters like they just exist and there you are.
1: I didn't even know they had names. <laughs> I knew that one of them their name started with an A because she wears a jacket that has an A on mm, it yep, and then yep. there's like A scene at the beginning that, like, references something about an A Mm, mm -hmm. in her room or her life or something. Actually, they're both quite androgynous, too, so I don't really know if one's a boy and one's a girl is what I was thinking. Not that that matters. They could be whatever they want to be.
0: This is one of those games where, before we really get into it, I think we should probably talk about whether or not we recommend it first. Just the game's fairly short. We're going to be jumping, you know, we're going to be jumping into spoilers. It is puzzle related. We'll probably be talking about the puzzles and where we got stuck and the solutions that we had and stuff like that. So I think that we should talk about first whether or not we would recommend it. So for you, would the Gardens Between be a must play? Would the Gardens Between be a give it a shot? Or would the Gardens Between be a skip?
1: I think it would be somewhere between a must play and a give it a shot. I think it really depends on like what kind of games you're into as every game does. Um, but honestly, well maybe it is a must play because honestly, it's so short by the time you realize that you're sick of it, you're going to be done anyway. So even if it's not totally your thing, <laughs> give it a try. And I really loved it, so, you know.
0: <laughs> you really loved it, but maybe give it a try. Well, it's That's just like
1: it's very i feel like it's a very niche type of game like yep. not everybody is going to be into this um but it's so beautiful and the story is lovely and sad and heartwarming all at the same sure. time and who doesn't need a little bit of more of that in their life
0: <laughs> yeah that makes sense i think for me it's a i think it's another must play actually like this game is a prime example of like the hidden gems that these podcast, this that a podcast like this can can kind of surface because you know i, I remember you talking about it i would have never played this game if it hadn't got drawn really probably not like there's so many games you on game pass and up. there's so many genres that i'm you know more into than puzzle games but it was drawn and once i started playing it's like a totally unique and totally different experience from what i'm used to playing or what i'm used to gravitating towards and it's you know you're not trying to beat anyone or kill anything yeah. or like you're not, you're not doing any of that like it's been a while since i've played a game that i feel like is so relaxing and i mean it has frustrating moments because i'm stuck on a puzzle for x amount of time and yeah. just let me get through this damn puzzle but it, it was just like a super relaxing time it was chill like it was a chill ass game and
1: well and the the like soundscape of mm-hmm. it is so relax. like literally most of the time you're listening to like rain sounds. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I was like, "Oh my god, this is my dream. I'm just <laughs> sitting here listening to rain and playing in this beautiful world." Yep.
0: No, I feel that. Yeah. I
1: didn't even really register that it was like a puzzle game until probably like a few levels in when I was struggling to like accomplish something and then I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it I'm playing another puzzle game because <laughs> I literally play puzzle phone games all the time and it's so <laughs> embarrassing. I'm like a middle-aged woman. Oh my god, am I middle-aged?" Ah,
0: uh, I mean, oh, you're getting there. God, you're only as old as the games that you play. Oof. So middle aged I
1: gotta play different games.
0: Can- you should got a whole page, back to Pokemon whole page of Candy Crush style games on your. Uh, but home I do
1: not play Candy Crush. Yeah, you're too I'll good for Candy know. Crush. It's not just a matter like, of oh, too does, good. This that design would just be home admitting knockoff defeat.
0: is is <laughs> totally fine. But Candy Crush, you're too good for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, care. not too good for. Not too good for. Just not admitting that I am into that. Right.
0: Okay. (laughs) Anyways. Keep keep telling yourself that. Uh, But this is
1: a really good only secret puzzle game.
0: Yeah. 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 And it's like spoiler territory from here on out. So uh, if you haven't played the game, it's only a couple of hours long. And then come back in a couple uh, hours. uh, Two to three hours and yeah it's it's something totally different and it's super fun it's also available across a multitude of different platforms it's on switch you can get it on ios as well and i feel like it's a perfect mobile game as well you can
1: get it on ios Yes. yeah oh my goodness that's a game changer
0: yeah i mean you can't get it for free as part of your xbox game pass subscription on ios but i think it's like five bucks or something and it's
1: oh we should give it to my mom
0: yeah, yeah, I feel
1: like my mom would yeah. really like it. Sure. It kind of reminded me of, I don't, do you- Monument Valley? Yes.
0: <laughs> I which... wrote down a specific note that I was like, I get, and not because Monument Valley is this like, you're isometric and you're kind of like rotating the land around and yeah. making things fit because of that. And it's not like that at all, but I definitely got Monument Valley vibes from it as well. I don't know if it's like the art style, even though that's pretty different as well. Like, I, I don't like know what about it it was.
1: I had a similar thing, like trying to pin down what exactly it was. I think it's that the sound is beautiful mm, it and is. it's not necessarily like bom, 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 this is music. It's like rain and like the sound of the saws moving and like whatever else that and like when there is music and
0: like notes and stuff there like it's more impactful because it's not ever present i feel like yeah
1: and then the like kind of color palette of it i think had very monument valley feels where it's like i can see that like corals and i don't know i'm not very good at color names but like (laughs) Like teals and things like that. Whereas, you know, it wasn't like plain pastels and it wasn't like bright, like dark colors or anything like that. It was just like a very like warm, yeah, kind of beautiful like you're swimming in beautiful colors. Which Monument Valley very much felt like. And the puzzle aspect. Monument Valley was very like trying to figure out what to do to progress.
0: It's been a while since I played Monument Valley either, but are you like in this game? It's always you're starting at the bottom of whatever level, whatever island, and you're always on an upwards trajectory. You're trying to get to the top. Right. It's your goal in each level, and there's about just under twenty levels in the game itself. Eighteen. Eighteen levels in the game itself, um, and it come. It's like you you'll play like two, and then you kind of get a little cutscene, and then you'll play three, and you'll kind of get a little cutscene that kind of fills in the relationship of these people. And again, all of it is happening without dialogue or anything like that. So it's just up to you to observe the environment and what's happening to the characters. Dude, and- we
1: lay out how you play this game. No, not, it's not like, yet.
0: It's like so. I was. I was oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> (laughs) so so you are (laughs) you start at the bottom you essentially your goal in every level is to carry this like kind of magically lit lantern into into a thing at the top of the uh of the level itself and that's what lets you progress and there's times throughout each level as well that you need to let the light go out in the lantern to pass certain objectives or certain objects that um, the light will penetrate and stuff like that so for like an example that in some of the later levels there's like fog and the fog you, you know it's like a it's like a physical thing so there's a wall of fog in front of you unless that lantern is lit you can't walk past it but also for instance that fog in another instance could be a bridge that that helps you cross a gap and if your lantern is lit in that moment you can't cross that gap because the the light will make the fog disappear for instance so every level yeah you start at the bottom you're kind of like like in like circling around the island, going up, and just trying to get this lit lantern to the end. But the biggest the big thing is that like you actually don't really have you don't have really that direct control of the characters themselves you're controlling time essentially so um so the the whole game is played out over three buttons you have essentially left and right which move time forward and backward and you have the a button which is going to interact with certain objects so pick up the lantern or grab the light that li- lights the lantern or um put the put the lantern on these weird jumpy cube things and <laughs> and all that sort of thing so so yeah it's so simple and it and that's what like it is a perfect touch enabled game as well so totally. if you're playing this on ios you're absolutely not um you although know. i
1: think it would be great on switch too
0: I no, think it's great. Any wrong. platform. Like yeah. you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, it felt totally at home here. You can also use the triggers to go forward and back in time, which at towards the end I felt was uh, a little bit more comfortable even. You
1: know, I wish I had realized that because I was finding I was using the left stick to go back and forth. Yeah. But then when you're going forward in time right. and watching the character go upstairs, I always kind of naturally started to push up as well. Because they're going and then up it would, the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it would move more slowly because yeah. really it's just going forward in time, you're not moving the character. Right.
0: When I feel like the... Like once I started using the triggers instead, like when you're using the left and right stick, it feels more like you're controlling the characters. But using the triggers instead feels like I'm controlling something else at that totally, point. Totally, And yeah. so so that made it kind of feel more like I was I was just in control of the time versus the characters themselves. But um, Did you know where
1: the idea of this whole time thing came from? No, no, I did not. So I had totally forgotten, but was looking back on my interview that I did with Matt Clark from, what's the name of the, the company?
0: The Voxel Agents is yeah. the developer, Yeah.
1: Um, And so, apparently, the idea for this game came from the Minority Report, where they scrubbed uh, memories no way, yeah. to, like, they go back and forth in these memories to figure things out. And then that developed into looking at the memories that have created this friendship between these two neighbor kids. And then uh, he was also pointing out that You know, when you create a, like, first-person shooter game, like, the mechanics of doing that already exist, right? Right. So you just uh, format that to whatever game it is that you're making right yeah but the mechanics for this game did not exist they had to fully create the going forward and the moving back and all that so i found that really interesting that like such a simple game must have been so complicated to make without having like a baseline for having done it previously
0: to to also be like to that point as well to be something that we haven't really seen before but Mm -hmm. to also be uh like easy to learn in terms of like like I mean the controls are could not be simpler Literally, but in terms my of my mom could play it. Yeah but in terms of like what you actually have to do in the levels themselves. Like like to, to understand how to progress I think is a big thing there as well.
1: Well and that was really interesting figuring out how to progress. Like I felt like that was part of the challenge because um I mean
0: that is the challenge.
1: It yeah. is and and like every Every new level, pretty much, you're learning how to manipulate these very few mechanics. Like, there's very few things that you can actually do or make the characters do. Um, And so you're figuring out by going back and forth over the same spot a million times what exactly is going to change and what you're aiming at changing at that
0: point. Right.
1: Um, So that was – I just thought that was really interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, like – I mean we've talked a little bit about it's it's about these two characters and the story. It's really unique as well in that there aren't really like like the story itself is just very subtle. Like yeah. it's not there aren't, there isn't dialogue. There's no cutscenes. It's just kind of telling it as you're playing it through the environments that you're in and the interactions that these people totally. are having and everything like that. It kind of doesn't explain anything to start either. You're just kind of that, and, and that I think kind of hooked me more. Is like you basically hit the start button. And it kind of zooms into the tree, this treehouse that the two characters are sitting in. The treehouse kind of like time starts rewinding and the treehouse like blows up, and then all of a sudden they wake up somewhere else, like on the first island. And it's just at the, like at that point you're just playing. and and I thought that was cool because it was like immediately like what is going on with these And do do we know what was going on what's going on with these people still like
1: I feel like the kind of the islands tell the story for you like as soon as you're dropped into an island there's like a moving truck is an island beside it Mm, and there's moving boxes with labels on them and stuff falling out of them and like their whole lives are scattered throughout these islands and so it's kind of like you're combing through their whole lives. picking out these things that have created moments of connection for yeah, them. Yeah. And that is what is telling you the story that's creating the relationship between these characters. And so it's kind of, it's touching and lovely that these two people have these these memories in this relationship. And at the same time, it's so sad because you're watching them reflect on all mm-hmm. of this as they're letting it go because they're moving. And so... Are you going to
0: cry right now? I might. <laughs>
1: It just is so like, you know, when you think about losing somebody who you care about so much, like clearly they're best friends. They live right beside each other. Their lives are intertwined. And walking away from those people who are so important in your life is so effing hard. Even when good things are happening and it's positive in the end, it's hard to to be away from those people that you care about.
0: I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I feel like I didn't immediately like, for instance, one of the notes that wrote down, like, I knew that something was happening between them. And it was like, we're living through their memories and seeing these moments of connection. And it's really cool. Like you're, you know, like, like in uh, some levels you're. it's like they discover video games, and they're playing video games together. And so you kind of have to play this like game within the game and, and figure out like a code on the computer and all that sort of thing in a different level. And, um, you know, in one level, it's like, uh, I, I think they're building a treehouse at the time. And so there's all these paint buckets that are around. Uh, oh. because Yeah, because they're going to paint this treehouse. And that is the first time I got stuck. The treehouse? The treehouse level. And do you know why? No. So. Oh,
1: no, it's because you're colorblind. <laughs> oh, no.
0: So in this level.
1: <clears throat> oh, honey.
0: So in this level, you, so as always, you start at the bottom and you are progressing up towards the top of the level. And in this level, so, so one of the recurring things is there's these like weird cube things and I don't really know what they are, but they kind of, they're, they're almost like creatures and at certain points in the level or in time, as you're progressing forward or back, they kind of jump to a different location. And and the whole
1: purpose of them is so that you can leave your lantern on one of them And that way you can avoid your light going out as you pass by something, or you can walk across the fog bridge without the light making it go away. So you have to like strategically use these jumping boxes Mm -hmm. to your advantage so that you can get the lantern light where you actually need it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And in this level, there are a lot of them. And so as you're going through time you they they're kind of jumping all around and one of the things that a lot of them do is they end up jumping into the paint. There's several different colors of paint. Um they jump into the paint, jump away, jump into another paint. So you kind of as you're going forward and back through time, you're able to keep track of which one is which and which one maybe your lantern needs to be on because of the color of the 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 thing itself.
1: Yeah, that's how you track where they're going <laughs> so you can figure out where you need it to be and which one you want it to <laughs> be attached to. And
0: for me Oh
1: my god. This
0: this level took very a very long time because the color there's I mean, one of them's pink. That one I could tell. But the other one is like I think a blue and a green. But they are identical to me. <laughs> and so <laughs> so, like they
1: were hard for me to okay, know really. for yeah, sure yeah. which one was which.
0: So yeah, so for me they were identical and I ended up basically having to try every possible combination <laughs> to get to the end of the line. But there's
1: like oh my god so it starts out and there's like two to choose from, yeah. and then it goes to three and to choose it's like from, six or and seven then by or the something. end there's yeah. seven of them, yeah. and you have to like go so far back to watch where they come from yeah, to so that figure out where to time. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's the first time you got stuck?
0: I think so.
1: I got stuck on the dinosaur level.
0: That's after that.
1: No. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah.
0: No. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm right. I'm wrong. You're right. Oh, wow.
1: You heard it here first.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that was the first time I got stuck. And I got stuck a number of additional times beyond that. What was like, what was starting the game out like for you?
1: So as soon- so actually, for the first time, I used our Xbox headset. Right, head. yeah, and so the I-
0: Turtle Beach Stealth Six Hundred wireless headset.
1: Yes, it's in real case nice. you're wondering, yeah, it is real nice. Um, so I put it on, and then I get into the game, and immediately like. Before the screen is even loaded, it's just rain sounds. And I was like, I am in my happy place. I love the sound of rain. If I can fall asleep to the sound of rain, I'm a happy girl. Um, So that was great. And I didn't fall asleep, so there's a bonus. Um, And then it's just so beautiful. Like, Mm -hmm. even just the first loading screen, I was like, oh, yeah, this game. And it just made (laughs) me so happy. And it is kind of sad, but it, like, it brings you in right away and... I found it really, the mechanics are taught to you so gently that I didn't, shri- like, I could remember what it was that I needed to do. I could easily learn how to control it. I basically understood what it was wanting of me right. from the beginning. And then I actually, when I got to the saw level, um, mm. which is like, I think the third level or something I like feel like that.
0: that's after that.
1: It's pretty quick in there. It, it might be after that, but I think it's, like, within the first okay, five. Okay, sure. That level, I had actually played on the demo.
0: Oh, and, at PAX.
1: At PAX. Yeah. And I got so stuck. I just was like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. I'm not a gamer. I don't know what I'm doing. And the guy was like, no, it's okay. You're doing great. And so I tried. And I was like, no, I can't. I don't know. I give up. I give up. And so he showed me. That you just like keep doing the same thing. And so that was another mechanic learning type moment where like, yes, you can go back and forth. But sometimes when you go back and Mm -hmm. forth, the effects of what you've done Mm -hmm. going back and forth stay in place. And that
0: I don't know. That is like I had to look that up on that level
1: really oh it makes my heart so happy when you struggle (laughs) with things and i know that's awful but it just makes me feel so validated did you know that i think i only had to look things up one time in this game oh
0: i looked up things up more than that yeah yeah yeah. i think
1: i it there may have been a second but i'm foggy on the second one i played a lot of it like post night shift on like an hour and a half of sleep so eh. but um yeah i think the dinosaur level was the only one i had to look up Oh, well. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah. I looked up, I think I looked up maybe three things. Okay. And I don't remember what. Oh, one of them. The saw. The saw is one of them. And one of them is in the last level. I had to look up as well.
1: Oh, the lightning.
0: The lightning, yeah. But in this level, like, because I feel like it doesn't. And it's not every object. Like sometimes it's like the objects rewind too, and it's just like random objects at totally. times that it's like the time doesn't affect. And I feel like that's confusing. And totally. so I'm going back, like going back and forth, trying to figure out like what I can interact with, what I can do, not realizing that the saw. I well, and because I guess it's still. I mean, it kind of makes sense there because whether I'm going forward or back. It's still sawing.
1: Yeah, but why is that, like, when you go back in time, why is the effect of sure, the Sure, saw... exactly,
0: yeah. And so that's, like, I didn't think that that was a possibility, yeah. and so I didn't think of that as a possible solution at that point. Totally. And so once I looked it up, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. And, and... Well,
1: and I'm sure if I hadn't already been taught that sure. that happens, I would have had to look sure. that up as well. I did actually make a note at some point that I felt like, the the rules for the mechanics sometimes just change and like there's no real rhyme or reason for when that happens or why that happens but i'm i'm not even mad about it
0: you ain't even mad
1: i ain't even mad because i i think the time when i wrote that down was when like at one point So there's two ways in which time moves. Time moves backwards and forwards, but then also the one character, the one who doesn't hold the lantern, can ring these bells, Mm. and that kind of like shifts the moving backwards and forwards to a different element. So the characters stay in the same spot, but say those jumping box guys, then they move backwards and forwards, or the dinosaur bones fall down or raise back up. And so uh-huh. when you ring this bell, you can control a different aspect. I'm talking with my hands so much, and it doesn't make any sense because we're a podcast. Nobody can see me. <laughs> right. Um, anyways, uh, so in one of the levels, you ring the bell, and then it moves – the moon through the sky mm, yeah and then you are standing in just the right spot and the moon moves through the sky and instead of you cuz you pick up these orbs of light for your lantern from these like flowers. flowers yeah, yeah. throughout yeah. the whole game they come from these flowers and sometimes the flowers are moving, and so you have to be passing by the flower as it moves in the right spot at the right time, and you have to manipulate things to make those two collide. But it's always from the flower. But in this level, for some reason, the moon moving through the sky, you have to line that up with where your lantern is, and then that becomes the orb in your lantern. Right. Yeah. And I was like, "What is going on? Why does that, that make this, sense?" That was
0: like this point of light.
1: Totally. Right? Like, yeah. And
0: so. Yeah, but I feel... But
1: then, I and so I was like, they're just changing how the mechanics work. They're just making it up as they go along. But I wasn't even mad because it was so freaking beautiful. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I just captured the moon. This is amazing. (laughs) Um, So I ain't even mad about it. It was just nice.
0: Right, yeah. So where did you have to look something up then? Because, yeah, for me, it was the saw and for me, so the last level, for instance. So there's kind of like seven little kind of worlds and they're between two and three levels each. And they all kind of culminate in a memory uh, that these characters are sharing together. So you mentioned like the dinosaur bones, for instance. And uh, that is like when they took a trip to the museum as as kids and, and learned about dinosaurs and that sort of thing. And so, oh, you said that was where you got stuck. Is that right?
1: Yeah, the dinosaur level was. Do you
0: remember what you had to look up?
1: No, I figured out that the amber around the bell breaks when the dinosaur falls down. Yeah, right. And then oh, there and then you like go up. Yep. Like a a, a level and uh, on the island and then you have to a bone falls into the right position to go up. And then, um, you get something from up there and you go back to the bell and then the, you have to change where the bone falls so that it goes down and then you can go down a level to do something down there. Right. And I just, I was really struggling. (laughs) And then I, I actually gave up at that point because I had like, Post night shift, had played this for a couple hours, wanted to die, and was like, F this. I am going and having a nap. I'm not playing this game anymore. (laughs) And, um, And then when I came back to it the next day, after many hours of sleep... I was like, okay, I'm totally gonna get this now, and I tried like so many no times, way. and was like, oh, you're just so dumb, and so I looked it up so I didn't have to feel dumb anymore, mm, yeah. and then I felt dumber because right, I, well, I didn't yeah, I feel like the out. few
0: things that I did have to look up, I was like, why did I have to look that yeah. up? I, that shouldn't have been necessary. Yeah. Like so that so the other one of the other points I got stuck. So the last level that you play, it's it's a longer level. Like you you probably think you go through. Like you got to hit the top like three times, whereas most levels are just one or every other level rather is just one single time.
1: I think it's because the like, so I don't know what we're classifying as levels. They're like each island, but then the th- there would usually be three islands in one kind of like group yes. that made up a constellation when you got to the end of it.
0: Yeah, didn't it? Like what were the constellations?
1: Not really sure. Yeah. was like a group of memories
0: but like i think i thought it was gonna
1: be like a range of uh like getting harder in each one but then i found like the dinosaur level was right in the middle and that was the hardest one for me and then you know there was a few afterwards that were not even that hard so i don't know uh
0: yeah so in the last level the there's a section where essentially it's like there's like a storm going on and so there's lightning um lightning shooting down at certain points when you're as you're walking and like i did not figure out that if you so basically as the lightning's coming down again spoilers i hope you're not listening to this if you (laughs) haven't played the game but spoilers the if the you you stop time right when the lightning is like coming down lightning is like instantaneous i guess in like kind of isn't it like it's very very quick it's not there and yeah. then it's there and so in this moment the lightning still spreads and it spreads kind of differently if your time is frozen at that point so it might go off to a different uh, different target at that point and blow up the rock or whatever that's in front of you blocking your path um, oh and 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 in the last level too kind of the environment is built up of like stuff from all of the previous levels. Mm -hmm. Like, the Saw is there that you mentioned, and and there's a TV from the level where they really like video games and all that sort of thing, and it's kind of like...
1: Well, and it's kind of like, instead of having three separate islands under the Constellation group, it kind of is spiraling up. So you're still getting three chunks of that level, but they're just continually spiraling up Mm -hmm. instead of moving to another island.
0: And at this point, like, it took me a long time to figure out what was happening story-wise. I at the end of this you get a cutscene that shows you kind of what happened and it's basically like they're they look kind of grown Not i don't know if they're grown up but older than they were to start or am i totally wrong you're
1: totally okay. i mean i don't i wouldn't say that you're wrong let me I have don't know. my own
0: perspective you hella. totally
1: have your own perspective i felt like it they were the same kids okay. at the beginning yeah. and the end because it was them looking back on their memories sure. it wasn't you living through those right
0: but one of them's times. moving away
1: but one and of them so, is moving away. Yeah, yeah,
0: so one of them is moving away. But I, and you
1: didn't pick that up from the beginning? I didn't,
0: re- I didn't notice moving boxes at the start.
1: They're like the first island, at least, if not the yeah. first three islands, so many moving boxes. I don't know. How. So, and like there's a moving truck and like a wheelbarrow. Yeah. yeah I don't know. That's okay.
0: Uh, so towards the end of the game, I'm like, one of these kids is dead. And oh no. That is Yeah, like I'm like one I thought it was way more sinister than it actually was. One of the kids is dead and the gardens between are a place where they can go and still make memories together. Uh that oh, is Oh, that's like,
1: really sweet. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was what I thought. Maybe when they go to sleep. It's nighttime, there's constellations. Yeah. When they go to sleep, it's like it's like, you know, that they're they're both together again versus one of them not existing anymore. That was that was what I thought. And then I was very I was like, Oh, they're just moving. That's not you know, they can text.
1: So So dramatic. Why they got to be so dramatic?
0: You know, Skype, FaceTime. Do you feel
1: like they were maybe in the like 90s though? Cause I was wondering if it's like a millennial designed game. And so they're looking back at like their own childhoods.
0: I think that now that like you say Walkmans it, I think they, yeah. And like
1: old school computers. Yeah.
0: And there was, yeah. Like the computer was super old looking. Yeah. And they were, the Walkman, they or was it a, it was a radio. It was a pocket radio. Oh,
1: I thought it was a disc or not no, a disc. In, like an actual like cassette Walkman. Cause, cause they have cassettes the all that, over it. They
0: are cassettes. Yeah. Uh, and there's a VHS. Totally. Uh, VCR yeah. at some point. And
1: but, they're all CRT. TVs yeah
0: yeah but in the level with that's a really cool level actually level with the music um, oh,
1: the level with the music. There's like
0: headphones, and the he- the headphones are pumping, kind of neat, a neat soundtrack. But once you get actually get up to the radio, it is a radio because you change the station, yeah, and right. it's like a different genre of music at that point. Um, and the cube that jumps around, it changes based on uh, which music is playing at that point. So you kind of have to do it in a specific order because there's something in the level as well that will suck up the light if uh, if the if the jumpy thing gets too close to it. And so you got to like figure out the timing and the order of that. But that level, I was really really neat as well yeah that
1: one took me a little bit because at first there's like the jumping thing that holds on to your lantern there's the jumping thing that has the light flower on top of it and then there's the jumping thing that has the dark flower that sucks up the light on top of it and so for me just the light flower was jumping around and i couldn't figure out how it was supposed to work but then I realized I, like, eventually through scrolling realized that there was actually other radio stations I was just, like, going right <laughs> past. And so there's, like, totally different, like, tempos and vibes of music sure. for each one. It was so neat. I really liked it that. It was,
0: yeah. That was yeah. a cool level as well.
1: Do you have a favorite level?
0: I think I would probably say... I That level did stand out for me. Mm -hmm. So the music level, Mm -hmm. I thought the computer level was cool too, just because the like, so in the computer level, they're basically, there ends up being a code that unlocks something and you have to kind of type it in. Uh, by jumping forward and back in time and hitting the right letters is one of the things where for some reason I've hit this letter and even though I'm rewinding time, the letter that's been typed doesn't disappear. Um, <laughs> so it's it's a little, it takes a minute to get used to, but I thought that level was really cool as well because I think that's the same level like you pop out a VHS tape to use it as a ramp and all that sort of thing, right? Um, yeah, I thought that section was pretty cool. Um, how about you?
1: That was actually my favorite oh, level. Yeah, nice. yeah. Um, There's like... What do you call those things with the numbers on them that turn, like, in the Da Vinci Code... I don't know but anyway so there's like numbers that you have to line up and six of them are like a slightly different color and then you're like, oh my god I walked over some numbers to get here I must be able to put these numbers into the thing that I walked on and then you have to print on a dot matrix printer right, yeah. and every time you print you can like choose four different things right. to print from and every time you print it like creates either the jumpy box thing or a bell or you know the dark flower or whatever. And that was just so fun. I don't know. I feel... I kind of thought maybe it was because that level was more um, uh, contemporary. Like, it was more what you would expect from a puzzle game. Do you You know what I mean? Like, it was a more straightforward kind of puzzling. Yeah, okay. Maybe because it had numbers and codes and stuff. I don't know. Um, So, I thought maybe it was easier for me to do because I have used those mechanics in life previously to try to solve puzzles. Right. right? Yeah. Right. Um, but also it was just super neat. I loved the printer thing. That yeah. Was really I thought that cool. was
0: really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's just one of those things where it's like, like a lot of the levels, they're not immediately obvious. Like yeah. you are like for a few minutes, you're like, Hmm, like what is going on? How do I progress? How do I proceed? And then it feels one, like you figure it out pretty quickly for the most part, I feel like, but it feels rewarding to do so. Um, so rewarding. Yeah. No, it feels, it, it was a really good time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I really was so proud of myself when I figured out the lightning. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like yeah. I, I had to look that up. Like I said, yeah,
1: so. it was hard. And I think the reason that I figured that out is because I had read somewhere when I was looking up the dinosaur thing.
0: Yeah, um, the answer to this one.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? I was so proud of myself because I read it before. No, I in when I was looking at the dinosaur thing, I also read something there that told me. When you like when you finish a group of islands, right. so Most of them are three islands, and then at the end of that, you get the flashback thing, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The what do you call that?
0: Just I don't know,
1: not a screen, like uh, cutscene, cutscene, okay. yes. Well, oh, cut all that the- part where I sound like a dumb dumb out. <laughs> so you get this little cutscene, but it's not really a cutscene, like you can just go forward and back. Oh, it's like, like, se- it's like two five seconds. seconds, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in those things, I didn't realize this until halfway through, if you pause, like, something in it will move. And if you pause at just the right time, whatever that moving thing is will keep moving even when you stop moving forward and back. No way. And then, it, yeah. like like, in the dinosaur one, at the end of that... An egg cracks open, like the egg is shaking. Right. But if you just keep moving back and forth, it'll stop shaking. Like it'll shake and then stop, and then shake and then okay. stop. But if you pause where it's shaking, it everything around it stops, and it keeps shaking. And then one of the little jumpy guys hatches from it.
0: Really? So I didn't know, every I never single on that, one of yeah.
1: those, every single one of those cutscenes, yeah. if you did that and you found the thing that kept moving, then it would shift. And you like in the telescope one, the telescope is shaking and then it spins around and you see in the reflection on the big lens at the end, you see the little jumpy cube guy floating through space. Um, So then when it came time to do the the lightning one, I was like, I wonder, this lightning is moving. Nothing else is going on. I need it to hit over here. I wonder if I just pause while the lightning is like at a bright point, if the lightning will just keep moving. And then it did. No way. And I was like, man, I learned things, and I did the things, and I was successful. It was very exciting.
0: That is um, a, that's pretty cool. I, I did not ever notice that. Yeah. I did not clue into that at all, actually.
1: Yeah. I yeah. kind of, it made me want to go back and, and do it on all else. the, yeah. 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 Um, but I'm too lazy for that, so yeah. I
0: won't. You don't have two hours, two more hours to get to this game?
1: Not right no. now. No. 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 no um you yeah
0: because you want to play Elder Scrolls online after listening to that last episode huh
1: um I already knew how good Elder Scrolls online was yeah. I played Elder Scrolls online a long time ago and it was so much <laughs> why, fun why are't you playing now ain't nobody got time for playing them mm. video games right now no no okay no I'm working lots and sleeping lots no times also okay. I'm playing a lot of puzzle games on my phone so I don't have time for real <laughs> games. <laughs> Oh, man.
0: Was there anything else that you wanted to cover in regards to this game? Or do you think you're ready to move on?
1: Um, I just wanted to ask you the yeah. pipes level. Yeah. Did you find the pipes level really hard?
0: No. Like uh, the nighttime levels, right? Yeah. 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 No, I feel like I did. Like what? the
1: one where she loses her jacket.
0: And then there's like the stream and stuff. Like the water and you have to get them over the lines. But some of them have, some of the things have fought. Yeah. No, I didn't find that that hard. No. Oh. Like, I mean, it took me a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing... I didn't have to look it up like I did for the lightning. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I I have a criticism. Do you have any criticisms?
0: Honestly, I don't think so. Like, Mm. I think aside from like the, like sometimes the rules seem to change. Yeah. And... But once you kind of expect that to be
1: then your mind the case, is open then your mind is more open to, to it. And so yeah. in that
0: first instance, I like I, I feel like it didn't fit. But um, after that, it kind of does make sense. That's the only thing that I think like kind of irked me at yeah. all. But yeah, the rest of it, I just felt like it was like a super chill, super relaxing experience. And it was like, it was I don't know, it was a nice relaxing. change of pace compared to a lot of games today.
1: The only thing that I, like at one point I wrote down, this is kind of boring because it's so repetitive. Like I had to, I don't know, I think because I was struggling through things, sure. I just was like going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. They're walking the same like five feet over (laughs) and over again and I couldn't figure out what the F I was supposed to be doing. So that part was a bit challenging in terms of like staying engaged because i was like there's no way to succeed here
0: like i could be watching barry
1: (laughs) i could i could but other than that (laughs) but then
0: once you well what about once you found the solution to that chunk though
1: well and that might have been on like a level like that might have been on the dinosaur level so i may have just had to look oh okay yeah i can't quite remember but i think once i got past that and once i like like, even looking up the dinosaur level, I was like, okay, there's always going to be, like, it's always going to be right in front of you. You right. just have to keep looking. Because each chunk, yeah,
0: each chunk that you can be in is yeah. fairly small, right? Like, Yeah. Aside from something like the paint level where they seem to jump around the entire level and... Uh, totally. You can't see the colors. I can't so.
1: remember if it was the paint level or another one, but it was one with, like, multiple jumping things that sure. could hold your lantern. And I just fully got it by chance i was yeah. like i don't know how i got <laughs> I here I but i'm not luck. gonna question
0: it. <laughs> i wish i had that same luck there oh, for sorry sure.
1: buddy yeah yeah but no i loved that game it was just it was so lovely it was so lovely to be in that world yep. for a little while yep. and classic monument valley feels
0: it did yeah yeah, yeah. which which again is interesting because it wasn't like not at all it's not really it doesn't play like monument no. valley
1: it's just the puzzle. Just the, I
0: think it's aspect. like that, like the chill out feel, because yeah. that Monument Valley is a very chill experience as yeah. well. And and is that like its own genre? Is that a thing? Chill it out games. Be. It must be. Yeah. Candy I, liked crush. It. I could deal with No, that's not the same.
1: That is pretty chill.
0: No, but it's not like like this is chill and like the just the chill vibes that it has yeah. and like the music and everything like, like...
1: Yeah, the sounds and the yeah. and the prettiness and yeah, that's all very yeah, different. Very but different. I think it keeps you engaged. Lack of by microtransactions. Having... Oh, I love that. <laughs> um I think it keeps you engaged by having that challenging aspect Totally, but it's not stressful like you're not gonna die and fail if you don't get this right now you know if you can't point your gun and shoot in the same direction you're still okay you're getting better at that you got that
0: you got that down now pretty much
1: well it's been a while who knows it's true um maybe we'll find out soon if we have to play halo 2 oh
0: i can't wait for that day that's actually why i started this podcast is so one day (laughs) we will you would eventually have to play halo 2 with and then are
1: you gonna end it We'll like play through the Halos, and you'll be like, "That's yeah, it, that's it, that's
0: the whole goal." Actually, I almost ended it last week when uh, I wanted to keep playing Elder Scrolls Online. So you were
1: like, "Well, we we I found my
0: game. This. I found my game. So maybe in five hundred hours after five hundred hours of play, I'll start this again." So
1: that's a pretty inconsistent gap. I would not recommend
0: that. <laughs> a pot, you know, pot fading. You know, yeah, it's a thing. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say about the Gardens Between? No. No. Just it's worth a try.
1: Yeah. It's. <laughs> What's what was the other one that's M- more enthusiastic? Must play. It's a must play. I've changed my mind. It's yeah, a must yeah. play. I swerved yet yeah, at the beginning there. <laughs> it Definitely is a must play. Okay, all right. Okay, do we get to pick the next one? Let's pick the next one. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, do you want to do the honors? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I just so you know, you can't see it, but I am gonna press the button for picking it. Dun dun dun.
0: Uh, so next episode, we are playing something called Inner Space, and I have no idea what that is.
1: Literally, have never nope, never heard, heard of that it. at nope, all. Okay. Zero percent. So
0: we'll find out what that is.
1: Good luck to next week's uh, guest host.
0: Oh, surprise! It's you. <laughs> uh, no, we're playing something called Inner Space, and this has been the Gardens Between. Thank you, Michaela, for joining us for another episode.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm super stoked I got to play this.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm glad. And I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad that it lived up to uh, the high expectations that that it sounds like you had for it. high
1: expectations, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that's it for another episode. So thank you again. Whether it's your first time or whether you've been around for a while, I really appreciate you coming and uh, listening to the show. And uh, if you like what you have heard, there uh, are a lot of ways that you can help us out whether that's a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get might get your shows. Uh, an actual written review on iTunes is pretty huge. But the best thing that you could possibly do is if you like the show, if you share it with a single friend, maybe they'll like it too. And then my numbers go up, so that's the, uh, you know.
1: But also... <laughs> people get to enjoy right, something and, and that they're maybe interested. you
0: guys will discover <laughs> maybe you guys will discover some cool games like the gardens between totally. that you may have ignored otherwise like I definitely would have or so.
1: elder scrolls or elder scrolls been online for days Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah with that we'll be back in two short weeks for uh, a chat about inner space so until then bye bye
1: bye you're listening
0: to the geekscape network